Welcome to another episode of Somewhat Grown Up with Gemma Miller. How are we doing today? I feel like I'm kind of on the good vibes today, but also I'm on the very chilled vibes. Like I've tried to have a super productive day and it's just not really getting anywhere, but also it's kind of getting somewhere. I'm like doing bits, but just not as productively as I would want. And do you know what? that's okay. I'm going to go with it because honestly, I think my body needs a bit of a break, which is like the perfect time for something that I have got coming up very soon. I'm honestly so, so, so excited. Like as you are listening to this right now, I am in Paris. I will be on holiday. I'm going to Paris for one week with my family and I'm honestly so excited like I could not be more excited right now I feel like the time has gone so quick between my last holiday and this one and also I have another holiday after I get back from Paris in a few weeks but I'll talk to you a bit more about that when I actually get back so for now this past week has been really focusing on going to Paris and I haven't been to Paris for a long time. I absolutely love it. I've been seeing so many TikToks of people going to Paris and going just to France in general. And I'm just honestly, I'm so excited. Like I cannot wait just to be there, living my best life, all the experiences. And I can't wait to share a bit more about the actual holiday with you when I get back because I'm I'm just so excited like it's going to be an absolutely amazing time I cannot wait but the one thing about preparation for this holiday that's been a bit different to the last one obviously first off we're going to a city whereas my last holiday that I had at the beginning of the summer I went to Tenerife and Tenerife is obviously a bit more of like a swimming suits cover up like all-inclusive hotel that sort of a vibe Whereas when you go on a city holiday, it's a little bit different. You're obviously not in an all-inclusive. You have to get your own food, which means you're kind of doing more excursions and you're going out and about a bit more, which requires very different outfits and so very different planning when it comes to packing. And also I have the issue of we are going by Eurostar, which is fine. I don't mind the Eurostar. I actually love going on the Eurostar. A few years ago when I went to Amsterdam, we went by Eurostar. The only problem with that was it was a five hour train journey and I felt so travel sick. I'm really hoping that doesn't happen this time. I actually bought as like a just in case for when we go to Paris. I got those. I don't know if you've seen them go kind of viral on TikTok. They're like these glasses that you can buy on Amazon that are supposed to be really good for stopping travel sickness and I feel like I really need to give them a try because I bought them a few weeks ago but I haven't really like traveled anywhere to give them a good go and really test them out so it's going to be interesting to see I'm going to take them in my bag as like a just in case because if I feel really really sick on the train you know what I'm just going to give them a go They honestly are so unattractive. They look a bit like when you go to the optician, so like when you get your eyes tested, you know, they put those like glasses on you and then they put one lens in and then they take it out and they're like, right, was it better with or without? And then they do it on the other side and it's like with or without and you have to, you know, do you know the glasses I'm on about or do I just sound crazy? But basically, if you do know what I'm talking about, these travel sickness glasses look the exact same. They look honestly very ridiculous. I've not seen one person wear them yet. And I thought, "Mm, you look really good. 
it just doesn't happen in these glasses and do you know what that's okay I'm accepting they're not going to look great but if I need to use them I'm actually going to give it a go because when I was on the Eurostar last time for five hours I couldn't lift my head like up off my knees without wanting to be sick everywhere and I hate that feeling like it's just not fun to be travel sick so I definitely want to give these glasses a try but I do love the Eurostar apart from that I feel like it's such a nice little journey to go on it's not as long on the Eurostar to Paris as it was to Amsterdam so I think it will be all right but I'm just so excited it's going to be so much fun but going on the Eurostar means in terms of luggage obviously you're allowed a like set amount of luggage on there and like your suitcase has to be a certain size which actually is not very like small like it's a pretty decent size suitcase that you're allowed but I have to carry that suitcase everywhere and we're potentially having to get the train to the station where the Eurostar is and so that means carrying my suitcase onto all of these trains and just lugging it around which in general I really don't want to have to carry a really really heavy suitcase around with me so I'm going to try and pack for an entire week in a city in my carry-on suitcase this could be interesting because honestly when I went to Tenerife I had a massive suitcase which was allowed to be 22 kg and I got to 20 kg and I also had a carry-on suitcase and I was only in Tenerife for one week so I'm really having to like underpack massively compared to what I did when I went to Tenerife but I'm actually quite excited to do it it's going to be fun to try and like rewear outfits and like miss mix mismatch mix and match clothes and just play around with fashion a little bit so that I'm wearing the same clothes on multiple days but it doesn't look like the same outfit I'm gonna have a bit of fun like trying to prep my outfit for that and like just figure out outfits that look really cool because I feel like Paris is such a fashiony place that like that's the time to play around with clothes and that's the time to have the most fun with your outfit so I'm so excited to give it a go but we're also going to be having some like chilled days and bits as well so I'm going to take a few books I'm going to take some like a bikini some chilled clothes as well and it's just going to be so much fun I am really really excited I feel like I need a week away so I'm really so I'm just really looking forward to it I really feel like I just desperately needed this time away so I can't wait to go on it and just have the best time so yeah as you're listening to this I will be in Paris having the best time of my life hopefully and I'll update you as soon as I get back with everything that I got up to I'm so so excited for it so that's kind of been what has been like the main front of my week that's been mainly what I've been getting up to is packing getting myself ready I also did a little bit of work and stuff like that like trying just to get ahead of myself so that when I go away I don't feel too stressed when I come back I always like to do that a little bit I always like to do that a little bit just enjoy the time but also have like a real let's get everything ready let's be as prepared as possible so that when I get home from holiday I can kind of relax back into life rather than be thrown in and be fully stressed from like the minute I get home but I'm just so excited it's going to be so nice just to have a week away so I hope you all have had a wonderful week as well now we're going to go to a break and then when we come back we're going to be talking about university 
and going to university and like my advice for all you other students like me. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Welcome back. Now, a part of growing up for some of us means going to university. And for others, they don't go to university. And that is absolutely okay if that's the path that you choose. For me, I chose to go to university and I've been very much enjoying it. But last week, we actually had a dilemma about going to university and being nervous and like scared to go away to university. And going through that dilemma, it really like got me thinking about what advice I would give to somebody who is starting university this year as someone who has finally made it to my third year, but I dropped out of one course to start another. And honestly, it's just been a big journey. I've been at uni throughout COVID. It's just been a massive journey that I have been on to get to where I'm at. So it's been interesting to like sit down and think, what advice would I give to other students that I feel like has really helped me to become the best student that I can be. So I've like wrote down a few little tips, a bit of advice, but also do share with me over on Instagram any advice that you have as well. I'm always looking to improve as an individual when it comes to uni, but also I wanna share your advice too. I feel like that would be really fun. So my like first bit of advice that was not something I ever considered during my own first year, and I did first year twice, and let me tell you, I learned absolutely zero lessons from my first first year, and the same for my second first year. I don't really recall either of them very much. I don't remember doing a lot of work. I just remember chilling a lot of the time, which is not a good memory to have of your first year, but that was my first year that I did twice. And then it kind of was second year that I really got into wanting to become a better student and wanting to get the best grades that I could. And one way that I have done this is by reading books about how to become a better student and like personal growth and self-development books. And the main one that I would recommend for students is How to Become a Straight A Student, which is by Cal Newport. Now this is actually an American book, so there are bits in it that aren't really applicable to us as UK students, if you're a UK student. So if you go to college in America, 
it's an even better book for you but even if you go to university anywhere else throughout the world it still gives some absolutely amazing advice in there and I've actually done a YouTube video on a few more books that I think are really good for students if you want to go and read them. I really think that reading like personal growth and development books can be so helpful for you at uni because you have a bit of time on your hand. Yes, you're going to be studying a lot, you're going to be revising a lot, but there is a lot, but you do also have a lot of free time. And I've actually found throughout my second year, using that free time to read these development books has actually made me even better in my studies because it gives you something to focus on, it gives you something to think about, it gives you advice for how to improve, which is so crucial, especially as a student, you should always be looking for ways to improve your grades. Even if you get top marks, even if you're getting a first, if you're getting like 90 out of 90, not 90 out of 90, 90 out of 100, that would make more sense. Now, even if you're getting the top marks, it is always a good idea to look at a way that you can improve in any aspect of your life and and really using your university life to improve as an individual and making the most out of the time you have I think has been for me has been really really helpful and it's also just given me some advice like especially the how to become a straight A student has given me advice that I never would have thought of before and I wouldn't have been able to come up with these strategies on my own and I hadn't seen them in any YouTube video I watched. Like it gives you even more advice and it's always good to look for different ways that you can be improving and honestly that book changed the game in terms of how I revise, how I time manage myself, how I write my assignments but there are also a lot more books that I would recommend as well. So I am doing a YouTube video on that. Whether it will be out now or later, I don't even know my YouTube schedule, but keep an eye out for it if you follow me on YouTube because I will be giving a few more books that I really like. And I'm also still reading more books now. Like I'm in third year, well, I'm going into third year, but I'm still constantly reading personal development books just to look for any way that I can improve. I think it's a great thing to do. But when you're actually at university and when, and this is going to sound so simple, so easy, you're going to think, Gemma, of course I know to do this. But honestly, I didn't. And I think sometimes you just need someone to tell you something in order to really see it for yourself. And that is to attend as much as possible. Every lecture, every seminar, every tutorial session, I don't know what I was going to say there, I was going to say tutor, but you don't really have like a tutor session, but like any tutorial, any event that your university puts on, attend as much as you physically can, especially your lectures and your seminars and that sort of thing. The events are kind of a bonus, but they're a great way to network and to socialise with people. And you can even get to know your lecturers a bit better that way, which when you reach university, it's actually a great idea to kind of make friends with your lecturer a little bit and ask them how they're doing and get to know them outside of uni. It's not really something you do with your teachers like when you're in school, but it's a great thing to do when you're at university because these could be people that you later rely on and they could even later on down the line be your colleagues depending on what you go into so it's great to to get to know your lecturers and the staff that are teaching you when you're at uni but the actual lectures themselves 
are so important to attend and during my first year I missed so many lectures and I kind of like I went on holiday once and I just one day woke up and I didn't want to go in so I didn't go in and I just generally skipped a lot of lectures just because I couldn't be bothered which then I had to catch up and honestly I learned the hard way catching up is so much harder than it is to just attend the lecture in the first place you honestly when you're trying to catch up on lectures you miss so much more than if you just did them at the time because then it gives you the opportunity to ask the questions in the moment whereas when you're trying to catch up you kind of have to make a note of the question and then talk to them about it later whereas when this stuff is like fresh in your mind that's the best time to ask questions and that's the best time to gain knowledge of this stuff like you don't really want to be catching up and then getting confused and not being able to ask the question and then you fall behind and then it just gets harder and harder the longer you leave these things so it's just the most simple thing to do and the easiest thing to do and it's going to help you so much is to literally just attend every single lecture if possible and just attend as many things that your university puts on as possible you honestly will just get so much more out of the whole university experience that way and also what kind of comes along with this attending as many lectures and stuff as possible is note down your assignments as soon as you get them and usually you'll get them during a lecture so if you don't attend those lectures you will sometimes miss out on very important like assignment information which is another reason why it's so important to attend all of your lectures but noting down your assignments as early as possible means that you can start thinking about it almost straight away you can start putting your like thoughts onto a bit of paper start planning it out start reading whatever you need to read for that assessment and just really start working on it as soon as possible and now during my first year I was somebody who lived for doing last minute assessments and I used to say it's because I thrive in a stressful environment like that's why I have to do it last but the real thing was I just was leaving it too late and then I was not getting the most out of the assessment and I was not I was not learning as much as I should have learned and I was leaving out a lot of information and that meant that my grades were so much poorer and by doing this, by literally noting down the assessment early and getting working on it as early as I can, my grade raised by about an average of two grades, which when you're at uni makes the most different. Literally jumping up one grade is amazing. So if you can jump up two grades, literally just by working on an assignment slightly earlier than you maybe would have, it's the best thing you can do for yourself and it stops you being as stressed, it stops you worrying about things as much and you really can put the time and the effort that you need into those assignments so I really would recommend doing that honestly I don't know why I didn't do it sooner but now I like kick myself for not starting my assignment sooner and leaving it I would literally leave it until like the day before sometimes and that honestly is just not the way to live your life you make yourself way too stressed that way and then when it comes to actually like being in your lectures and in your seminars the note taking that you do really just has to be something that works for you i have tried many methods i used to handwrite my notes i very quickly gave that up and i've now started typing my notes 
I know some people type them up, print them, highlight them, um, but it literally is just finding what works for you. And it's the same with reading because you get given a lot of reading like to do. If you're in a like a very book heavy subject, like for me, psychology, we have recommended to us, I want to say about four chapters per lesson, per week. Like, so overall, that is a lot of reading that we get given to do. Like, we get given way too much, way too much than you physically can do. So for me, I've had to kind of assess what actually is going to benefit me in terms of what I'm reading and really work on my note-taking again, in a way that just works for me. And now I find a system that has worked great for me, just on Notion, typing it out, going back, reading it, writing some physical notes as well, and kind of just keeping on top of myself that way. But you might find another system, you might find another system that works so much better for you. So it really is just about playing around and seeing what works. And the like final thing that honestly I don't think gets said enough is to just have so much fun with university. Like this is the stage in our life where you really should have chosen a course that you love and you enjoy. And that's how I see it anyway. As somebody who started doing maths, very quickly did not enjoy it and dropped out and have joined a course that I absolutely love, I really would recommend picking a course that you enjoy. And if you don't enjoy it, then there's always other options later on down the line. But at this level of education, you really should be enjoying the topic that you are studying because you're going to study it a lot and you're going to talk about it a lot. So really just have fun with it enjoy it do as much as you physically can go to as many parties as you want to go to go to all the events meet all the people try out all the things your university will have so much to offer and it's really about making the most of everything that is going to work for you that your university offers and just have fun especially if you were a first year student listening to this i know it's so nerve-wracking i honestly was terrified both times when I went into first year like it doesn't get any easier the amount of times that you do it but honestly just try and enjoy it the most you can you're all in the same boat and it's going to be a great time and you're going to get some amazing things out of it so that's like that's my little two piece no is that the saying that's not the saying ten piece I don't know but anyway that's my thoughts on being a student and my kind of advice my like tips for any of you that are students yourself and again do let me know if you have any other tips that you think could really benefit me because I really would like to hear them let me know on Instagram just you know drop me a little message and we can have a little chat because I feel like we need to build each other up as students and we need to not gatekeep anything and just give all of the advice to everybody who wants it so we're going to go to one more break and then when we come back we have got our dilemma of the week welcome back now this week's dilemma was actually sent to me on my personal instagram as well as last week's dilemma was as well i feel like we've got a bit of a trend going on with that at the minute but if you do ever want to send me in your dilemma Obviously, you can send them to me on my personal Instagram. However, I potentially might not see them because I don't really check my DMs over there as much. But you can send them on the podcast Instagram, Somewhat Grown Up with Gemma Miller. The at is swgu.com 
with GM because that spells out somewhat grown up with Gemma Miller. I'm very clever. But this week's dilemma says, hey, you gorgeous human. I love your podcast and wish nothing but the best for you. I need your help, feminist to feminist, because I want to ask this girl out, but I am so nervous. This is the first time I've ever felt this way about a girl and usually I go for guys and just tend to let them make the first move. But with her, she makes me feel so different, like an amazing different. And all I want to do is ask her to be my girlfriend, but I don't know how to and I'm scared of doing this for the first time. Now, this message just put a massive smile on my face. I love your message. I think this this is a really cool thing to be talking about and I've always wanted to talk about how to ask somebody out because I've got I've got like a perfect image in my head of like obviously I've been with my partner for like 5 years but I've got an image in my head of like if someone was to ask me out now how I would want them to do it and I cannot wait to share it. But before I get into my perfect way of asking somebody out I would like to say thank you for listening to my podcast I wish absolutely nothing but the best for you too what a what a lovely message you seem like an absolutely lovely girl and I'm so excited for you too I think this is going to be incredible obviously it's very scary and when it's like woman to woman for the first time in your life it's going to be a interesting dynamic like I feel as though obviously my partner is a male but I'm also attracted to females so we have that going on within our relationship but I feel like a woman woman relationship is very different to like a woman man relationship like obviously men are very different to how we are as women so when you're like two women in a relationship I feel like it's very different and very like this seems like a very fresh start for you and I feel like this is just an amazing relationship that you are going to form with this woman hopefully I am absolutely so excited and I feel like you should 110% ask this girl out. I feel like I can see this in the cards for you and this is definitely an amazing move for you to make. Now how I would ask her out, if I was you in this situation, I would love to go on a journey of your relationship with them so far. So like you start off by, I don't know, going to like where you went on your first date with her or where you met her even could be quite cool. And then you work your way throughout your relationship, like any milestones that you've had together already, you go to those places and you like do a little tour, you go around, you like talk about it, you reminisce, you like laugh, you have a good time. And then you reach a new spot that you've picked out. And I feel like this new spot it needs to be super romantic, it needs to be very like aesthetic, very cute, very like a gorgeous spot that you can think of and it be like a fresh place so it's like a new one to add on your roadmap to your relationship and then you'd be like we've done all of these things together and now we're at this place and I feel like this is the perfect time to ask you the question of will you be my girlfriend, you know? I've thought about this way too hard and I just feel like that would be such a good way of doing that but obviously if you have a better idea in your head then do go for it but that for me would be like 
I would melt into your arms and that would be like my perfect way of asking me out. Sam really needs to take notes right now because he did not ask me out in that way. And that's fine because we were like 17 at the time. So I'll let him off. But that's like what I would envision to be the perfect way of asking somebody out, especially if you've had so many moments together already and so many amazing moments too. Like it sounds to me like you guys have had a great experience together already and it's a great way to reminisce, but then also look forward to your future together. Do like a little, you know? I'm really excited about this one. I definitely think you should go for this. I know it's very different. I know it's very scary when something is so different, but I think this is a really cool move that you are wanting to make. And I definitely think you should go for it because I think as women, when we're in relationships with guys, we do tend to like lean back and just let them get on with it because their masculinity sometimes means that they want to do loads of things for us. Like that's how they feel they should as a man which is fine there's not an issue in that but then when it's like a woman and woman it's like oh well who's going to make the move this time I definitely think you should be the one to make this move I think this is really cool definitely let me know if you do let me know how it all goes down I really I want updates on this situation so you better let me know okay no pressure no pressure obviously ask her out whenever you want to or if you decide not to in the end that's okay as well. Do what do what feels right for you. But I feel like in the message you've sent to me, it definitely is coming across like it is the right move for you to ask her out. And I'm so excited about it. So good luck to both of you. I absolutely love this one. It's put a right smile on my face. But that has been all from me today. We've had some amazing conversations, I feel like, today, talking about university, talking about asking a girl out. I absolutely love it. It's been a great episode of Somewhat Grown Up and I'll catch you in the next one. Bye.